Calgary Pride proudly serves Treaty 7 on the traditional territory of the Nitsitapi Confederacy, Ayajenakoda, and Esutina. This land is also home to a Métis nation of Alberta, Region 3, within the historical Northwest Métis homeland. This place, where the Elbow River meets the bow, is known by many names to many people, including Mohinsis, Winchespa, Kutsiso, Otoskune, and Calgary. We thank the indigenous communities of Turtle Island for both the historic and ongoing stewardship and protection of the land we collectively inhabit today. Many nations and people, indigenous and non, are fortunate to call Mokinsis and Treaty 7 territory our home. Acknowledging this land is indigenous protocol, which we honor as a step towards reconciliation and fulfilling our responsibilities as treaty people. Working alongside all nations, indigenous and non, we strive to create safe spaces where everyone can live openly and authentically. You are listening to the broadcast only on CJSW. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Nicolas Martinez. Today we have a very special guest with us, Justin Lariosa, who is not only one of the greatest dancers I've ever seen, but also <laughs> one of my friends from high school. Thank you. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. So tell us a bit about what you do right now. What What are your projects? What have you been up to? Um, definitely all involving dance right now. Um, I'm a freestyle dancer, so, like, I sort of, like, just, like, train wherever I go. And upcoming, I'm going to Vancouver for a competition called Vancouver Street Dance Festival, which happens, like, every year. And then there's also a, um, something called a, a, a Vogue Ball. Basically, it, it comes from ballroom culture that started in, like, New York, um, underground yeah yeah and it was like it was a whole culture started by like black and like latino um gay and trans um members of the community it's just like a a celebration and also like competitive (laughs) you know what's crazy i actually uh sought you out yesterday because i was in downtown in the area and you oh, posted really? that one thing on your story about uh, about Vogue, YYC. Mm-hmm. So I actually went to the building in 12th Avenue, I believe. And I met uh, Shandy, is it? Oh, really? Yeah, we had a chat about dancing and all that stuff, like the stuff you guys are practicing. Mm-hmm. And she told me all about ballroom dancing. Because mm-hmm. ballroom dancing to me, like you picture it. And it's kind of like, you know, the, the traditional, you know, with yeah. a partner and all that. And she's yeah. like, no, 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 you got it all wrong. It's mm-hmm. this movement, this underground... Um, dance movement that came from New York and mm-hmm. those areas and it happened like during the 70s I believe something like that yeah and it involved like a lot of minority minority communities which mm-hmm. I thought it's great that you guys are representing by the way thank <laughs> you but yeah, yeah had a chat with her and uh that's where I learned about the Vogue group and all that stuff yeah cool that you met Shandy she's like been like a teacher to me as well yeah she's been dance. doing this for like what five years now Four? Yeah, it's been definitely longer than me. I don't know, like, when she started exactly, but she has, like, lots of experience. Yeah, she told me she was managing the, the, the dances over there. Like, you can just, like, there's this entire building of dance studios you can rent. Yeah, the it's called um, Decidedly Jazz Dance Work or something. It's DJD for short. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they have, like, I think... 
five floors of just like studios and like it's right almost near the center of downtown so you're like out looking all the the buildings too it's really cool yeah i was amazed yesterday i was sitting in the lobby and like on my right they're dancing to like this very classical style with classical music almost like a waltz in the background mm -hmm. and then on my left there's this kind of like k-pop going on yeah and then behind me it was a shandy's class so more 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 modern more street-like styles mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah they they train like a whole bunch of different styles there and also yeah. she told me that you were in a uh, drag me to brunch tell us about that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Drag Me to Brunch, it was part of the, the big Cowboys Festival that was, like, I think, like, a week long or something. Um, they basically got some, some queens, some drag queens from the show RuPaul's Drag Race. I think it was, it was Jinx Monsoon, uh, Lady Camden, Evie Oddly, and Monet Exchange. I don't know if you know any of them, but they're on the show. <laughs> I should. I should know them. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Yeah, it was just like a, there was a whole lineup of different performers, and there were also like local artists as well. And so I performed with Vogue YYC, and yeah, it was just like a lot of fun. The stage was like huge, the the whole like venue was completely packed. I think it was like 8,000 plus people that we performed in front of, and yeah, it was really fun. It was like one of, it was my first gig and also like the biggest gig I've ever done. So it was like an honor being being invited to perform. Yeah, I can't imagine from, uh, well, from since I met you at, uh, at high school. Yeah. Like doing the theater and Mamma Mia and mm -hmm. what else was oh, after memories. that? Mary Poppins and all yeah. that. What, how many people fit in that theater? Like 300? And yeah, I think performing in front of 18,000 people. Yeah, How 8, did it come 000. up? How did, the, uh, how did the opportunity come up? Um, honestly, through Vogue YYC, I'm very close to, like, the members there. They, they're very sweet, very, very friendly. And yeah, um, one of my mentors, her name's Katria, shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, like, treats me as, like, her kid. Um, so she's, like, been, been a great, like, role model and inspiration for me. And because of her, she has, like, all the connections. So she helped me, like get into that that performance so i know you started it with this dance this career this path back in high school around correct me if i'm wrong senior year was it um i think like grade 11 to senior year yeah around that time and how did you how did you stumble upon it how did you discover it so funny story, my cousin's ex was my first <laughs> teacher and I didn't start off with um, like Vogue and like uh, this other style whacking, which I'm like now more known for. I started with breaking, popular known as like break dancing, but like that's not the, the correct term. That's more of like the commercialized term, I guess. Is that how you broke your foot? Yeah. <laughs> breaking? Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fact, I broke my foot. Um, and I was out for a few months. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I started with that style and I started like competing at battles. And then from there, I just like kept meeting more people in the community and like branching out from different styles and just kept building, building, building. And yeah, I'm now in like a, my own crew, um, which they're like 
family to me now because like What's we do name? everything. What's your name? Shut them out. Blase Crew. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Blase Crew. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it started pretty much. And they've been with you since the beginning. Yeah, because we we all do like different styles, so it's sort of like a a well-rounded team, I would say. So all all of this representation that you guys do as um dancing you know different styles you pull from different cultures black latino queer mm-hmm. is it a does it make a more comfortable space to be in do you find yeah absolutely i feel like um especially because they're around like our age our generation they're very accepting and like understanding and just like i find it easy to just like be myself um i don't have to like sort of like compromise some personality or like hide any parts of me they just like they just get it and like i don't have to explain anything and they're just like very chill and accepting yeah because even when i like when i saw them yesterday i'm Mm -hmm. glad i did like there were people wearing all different types of outfits dancing whatever so i feel like it's a very free space to kind of discover yourself in it Mm -hmm. is that kind of the same experience you had yeah um especially with dance because sometimes like you can't find the words to like express your what you're feeling like inside so like even with dance like it's an it's an exploration and like it even helps you like unlock things like within yourself i guess I was never good at dancing, by the way. Like even in the even in the musical, I always had a uh, trouble with the joints and all that stuff, yeah. <laughs> the steps. But I can see the most experienced ones that they're almost so free, free to move their bodies, but they're also in control. Mm-hmm. So there's always that balance, which I really appreciate in the art. Like yes, there's that aspect of freedom that you can express yourself through it, but you also have to have enough control of your body to perform it right yeah how do you find that balance like what do you what do you practice how many hours how many days um (laughs) that's a hard question i think it just like comes over through time i guess taking taking classes or just like studying other people and then just like just doing it yourself because it really just depends on like your musicality, how you how you interpret the music. I feel like it all it all circles back to the music, which is like the root of dance. Like once you understand the music, then you can like it doesn't really like matter how you move your body as long as like you're connected to the music. I don't know, that's kind of cheesy, but <laughs> <laughs> can I, yeah, I see what you mean, like the the rhythm. Mhm. I know salsa, I know bachata, I know merengue. Oh, you know, nice. If, if you don't know that, you, <laughs> my mother told me you're not Latino, so I had to <laughs> learn it. And yeah. it's all about the rhythm. You got to be, your ear has to be trained for the drum beats, you know, because mm-hmm. they lead you. And um... The 2022 Calgary Pride Parade and Festival returns in person on Sunday, September 4th. The lively parade begins at 11 a.m., where two SLGBTQ plus refugees from around the world will lead the march along 9th Avenue Southwest. Following the parade, join the festival at a new venue, Fort Calgary. The festival starts at noon and will feature performances, marketplace vendors, food trucks, kid-friendly activities, a wellness area, beer gardens, and plenty of fun activations dispersed throughout Inglewood and the East Village. 
and can't wait to celebrate with you. So aside from dancing right now, what are, what are you doing, like uh, studying-wise? Oh, right now I'm taking my degree here at U of C for film studies. Um, but it's like the the two-in-two um, program, I guess. So like I'm taking two years here and then two years at SATE. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in film. I'm I'm sort of like taking it easy right now with that. I'm not like going out and doing like any projects. I'm more like focused on my dance right now but like after I graduate then I'll really like dive deep into that yeah it's exciting and it's mm -hmm. a growing industry I'm very very glad that you're doing it mm -hmm. I'm also doing it as well on a, at SATE right now Ooh. and um, <laughs> it's taught me a lot it's taught me a lot it's certainly something that you gotta dedicate yourself into mm -hmm. but do you have an idea maybe there could be like a blend of um, your dance skills with the film industry yeah i'd love to like blend the two i'm not sure how yet maybe like choreographing for like music videos i don't know or Dirty just dancing taking, like <laughs> four or five what are they on <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally i don't know just taking cool videos for now i guess i also want to like eventually work in like actual like films and movies and stuff um what's your path right now like as directing writing eventually i want to get into directing yeah that would be cool i like it sort of like started with back in high school when things starts back in high school yeah <laughs> um when we had to like direct the the stage plays yeah oh yeah. remember that 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 was amazing that so was fun just for context we went to bishop o'burn shout out to bishop o'burn high school yeah shout out <laughs> amazing theater program there and they gave us the ability to kind of choose the plays that we wanted to direct mm -hmm. and also write them and everything in this big big stage and from that is where a lot of our passions came from yeah like theater like dancing mm -hmm. and it always had this one musical every year which they put a lot of effort into a lot of budget a lot of money went into it a lot of love and it was one of the highlights of the school mm -hmm. so it's understandable to see where <laughs> yeah where the passion comes from and all that but yeah i'm glad to see that very very excited because that's where my passion also came from mm -hmm. from theater and all that i'm like yeah how can we explore it further mm -hmm. and with cameras and we put like lights and scenes and all that like when you step into film it's a whole new world but it still has traces of theater into it yeah exactly a little bit uh some variations but like within the same realm what about uh acting because you used to be an actor back then yeah back then <laughs> <laughs> um it would be cool i definitely want to explore it more i'd have to like get some more like actual training in um but yeah i do i kind of want to do it all i want to act i want to direct <laughs> i want to write um it would be cool to be like the the actor um in future projects i think with that one i have like a little bit more self-doubts i guess so like i'm not too ready with acting yeah i don't but know you've had the most experience i know it's it's weird i i'm just very self-critical that's all <laughs> <laughs> well that's what makes you a great dancer 
<laughs> that's the key. Yeah. Forces myself to get better. <laughs> yeah. But acting, acting's a ton of fun. At Sate, on your first year, you get to direct, you get to even do the sound mixing, mm. the cinematography, and you learn a lot because it's hands-on. Mm-hmm. So, wait, wait, are you going um, next year, is it, right? Yeah, this this fall. This fall. Yeah. So how has the UFC program been so far? Because I, I kind of skipped it. I went to state right away. State <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was good. It's very, it's very theoretical, very, like, actual, like, studying and stuff. And, like, the techniques and... Yeah, just like the theory of it, also some history and very, you do also like learn like how how the camera works, but it's not hands-on. So like, I feel like that's the difference between like SATE and UFC. Right. That's why I'm excited to go to SATE because it's more hands-on from what I've heard. Yeah, it's very, very hands-on. I wasn't a tech guy. Mm-hmm. I'm still not a tech guy, but I know more about tech than when I first joined, say, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, before, it was just writing. I wanted to get into directing and producing. Mm-hmm. Producing's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You get to talk to a lot of people. Yeah. So, regarding, like, films and all that, you tell me you want to be a director also. Is there a story, a specific story that you got in mind? Perhaps one that, you know, it's about a community that's not well represented. Yeah. I definitely want to... Um, like direct stories that represent queer people, Um, especially um, like the the BIPOC community, like Black, Indigenous, POC, Um, because even within like the LGBTQ community, as like welcoming as it is, um, like white privilege still exists, even within our own community. So I really want to like highlight like POC, stories um poc queer stories for sure um i take like a lot of inspiration from like moonlight um call me by your name i know they're white but <laughs> moonlight isn't yeah. moonlight isn't yeah moonlight isn't i really like moonlight i know la la land fans hate moonlight though <laughs> i know <laughs> Uh, for that Oscar mess up, for haters, context. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moonlight deserved it, in my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah, it's great to hear that. It's great to hear that. Maybe you could also mix in that aspect of dance. You know, mm-hmm. the greatest inspiration I've discovered that when making my own films comes from your own life experience. Mm-hmm. So you were wondering if you want to mix your dancing life with your um, film life. You could always do like a coming of age film yeah. about discovering your true self through dance. Mm-hmm. And I know there's lots, you're going to say, oh, there's lots of that type of story out there. But none are going to be as unique as yours because you're going to take inspiration from your own life experience. Yeah, which exactly. no one else has lived through mm-hmm. but yourself. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a possibility. Definitely a must. Yeah, a <laughs> must. <laughs> One day, it'll happen. Manifesting it. <laughs> Manifesting it. <laughs> yeah. So from the future, do you see yourself um, staying in Calgary or pursuing this film and this dance somewhere else? Um, I've had thoughts about moving to Vancouver for, um, like, career-wise. Um, but I don't know. I, I flip-flop between staying here and, like, moving to Vancouver I might I might test the waters and like 
maybe live in Vancouver for like a year or so just to see what it's like and um yeah I want to like also try to make connections in like LA Hollywood if possible one day that's like a bigger goal um, shout out to any connections out there this man is looking for some yes please <laughs> hit me up <laughs> yeah I don't know I'll I'm just gonna go with the flow I guess yeah. I don't have like super solid plans but like if the opportunity like comes up I'll definitely take it well it's I mean it happens to everyone like yeah. no one has super solid plans from the get-go mm -hmm. you know you gotta have some experience first and then from that experience you gotta make your plans or decide well maybe i don't like uh maybe i don't like photography that much maybe i don't like cinematography i'll go the um the gaffing way the lights yeah the, exactly the tech the grips mm -hmm. so it's really based on testing the water and i think that's at your age that's what most people are doing right now yeah just figuring out as they go true and everyone has that one dream about you know, going to Vancouver or going to LA mm -hmm. until they check their bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the, f the finances. That's the problem. Yeah. That pull you back to reality. Huh? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, cause like I didn't think that I'd get this far or like so deep into dance, like a few years ago. And like just within like last year like so many opportunities have been like coming like one after the other which like I didn't even expect to happen um super grateful for it but like yeah like it sort of like blows my mind and I'm like very grateful of where everything is headed at well it comes with testing the waters you know the mm -hmm. first step is getting out there getting out there doing some work meeting people mm -hmm. and then opportunities will just they find their way through you sometimes you have to go and find them, them. Yeah. yeah and look for them but it's it's certainly the first step you already took it mm -hmm. you're in the water you're swimming now you gotta stay afloat yeah and exactly. stuff like drag me to brunch this vogue team that you have mm -hmm. i mean they're like a life raft so you're yeah. pretty you're pretty safe on board that's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my um my LAIB self talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. IB throwback. <laughs> throwback to high school. Yeah. What about um were, were there anyone else from high school that was in dance? Can't remember. Um not not that I know of. All my other friends went to other high schools so oh. yeah um i have friends that like dance here and then but like we're not in the the same like dance scene i guess because a lot of my friends like to do like more choreography stuff um like in in the studio i'm just like freelancing i go anywhere and everywhere and just like freestyle more that's good that's good because when you when you're kind of freelancing it mm -hmm. you meet all kinds of people yeah and like about two months ago i was working on a set with previous state students mm. made lots of wonderful connections um shout out to the children of r then we will come out by like september it was Ooh, fantastic it was exciting. one week but they all had this 
this one this one kind of like energy which brought them together and it really it really draws to the like the indie scene you know of calgary mm. it really warms my heart to see that it's very very welcoming to the arts yeah i'd say even though even though it's growing it's just a little bit but eventually it'll get there eventually hopefully we'll get to uh Toronto level, Vancouver level. Mm-hmm. I know we can. I mean, Alberta is filled with beautiful landscapes, beautiful opportunity. Exactly. And even extremely, extremely talented people. Mm-hmm. So I know we'll get there someday. And like you said, freelancing, it is the way to go. You mm-hmm. make connections, you um, meet new people, and you each support each other. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love like indie, indie movies, um, coming of age anything like that um i don't know why it just like has a it connects to me on a different level for some reason i can't explain it but feeling wise like i just love love that type of movie and i think as a culture we've kind of been seeking them for a while now mm-hmm. like 824 mm-hmm. used to be an indie stu- an Technically, it kind of, it kind of yeah. is a little bit of indie still, but you know, as more people are seeking it, it's becoming more popular. And you know what I really like about them is that they highlight voices and personalities which you really wouldn't hear much in uh, mainstream Hollywood, mm-hmm. like that that movie, uh, Everything Ever All at yeah, Once. Yeah, I was just gonna wow. mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I, what what a staple for representation. Literally, and yeah. What an achievement for you know mm-hmm. underrepresented groups yeah i i'm completely obsessed with that movie <laughs> um i think it actually moved up like my personal ranks of like favorite movie of all time it's like really up there for me because um i went to an early screening of it at the i forget the, the theater name but it's in downtown the globe? Um, yeah i think so okay. yeah um, so I went there and literally I cried like so many times watching it because I felt so represented and like the cinematography, the acting, like everything was just like so perfect to me. And like, it's, it's my favorite. Um, cause we had like, they touched on subjects like, um, immigrant households, um, generational trauma um queerness um like divorce everything like it just everything everywhere all at once exactly <laughs> <laughs> and also do we go to the same movie because i spend like most of it laughing like because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's that it's that combination that powerful combination of just comedy and drama at the same time but mm-hmm. it's impactful stuff mm-hmm. like it's stuff that you don't just shrug off yeah and i think that's that's what really drew me to the movie mm-hmm. the, the ability to balance things yeah my favorite movie is groundhog day which is okay. a comedy most people view it as a comedy but looking at the script and looking at what he goes through what bill murray's character goes through it's a very very philosophical journey i think mm. and that's the same thing that i felt with um Everything mm-hmm. ever all at once. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Because, yeah, everyone can, like, interpret a movie differently as well. So so right now in the dance scene, what, what are you looking forward to? What future plans you got, like, that are recent, you know? I want to definitely improve um, 
sort of start getting because I I compete a lot so I want to like for myself I want to be able to consistently make it to like the finals or like semi-finals um just like improve personally and also um there's some exciting stuff happening with Vogue I also want to improve there um maybe join a house in the future what do you um, mean a house? Give so, us a little bit of context. So in ballroom, um, historically, um, so basically people that joined ballroom, um, it was a lot of the community of the LGBT, the LGBTQ community um, who may have like been living on the streets or like been kicked out. And so in ballroom, people form houses. Um, it's basically like your chosen family. Um, and then within a house, there's like a mother, a father figure. Um, and whenever you like compete at balls, um, you're competing under that house name. Okay. Okay. I thought it was going to yeah. be a little bit like Harry Potter. No. I'm glad there's no Slytherin house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe someone will create a Slytherin house. <laughs> But that's great to hear. That's great to hear. And it's amazing that, like, knowing you from high school and, like, watching your journey progress to, again, like I said, performing in front of 300 people, performing in front of 8,000 people mm -hmm. at Stampede. Yeah. That is a huge achievement, and you should be, like, extremely proud of it. Thank you. Yeah. It's It's been amazing. And, like, you too. I've seen your growth from high school too. <laughs> like, you setting all of this up and, like, studying film and everything. Very cool. This has been the broadcast only on CJSW. Thanks for listening.